Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to and downloading the first ever episode of We Got This. Mark and I both really appreciate it. Uh, I want to send out thanks very quickly to uh, our friends Ken Plume, who did the processing and mixing for this episode. So we sound somewhat balanced in your ears. Uh, and also our friend Eric Edelstein, who suggested the very first topic for our very first episode. So uh, we want to hear more topics from you guys, and, and you'll hear about that at the end of the episode. But before that, I want to ask you if you wouldn't mind subscribing to us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you might subscribe to fine podcasts. And also, if you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And now, the very first episode of We Got This. Hello, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And I'm Hal Lublin. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all, should you put ketchup on a hot dog. Don't worry, people. We got this. Everybody, welcome to the first episode of our podcast. Yeah, it's exciting, right? Are you are you ready to embark on this new adventure, Hal? I'm very excited, Mark. Um, let's let's introduce ourselves for anybody listening who doesn't know who we are. Um, my name is Hal Lublin, and my name is Mark Gagliardi. Uh, we are both part of the Thrilly Adventure Hour, and welcome to Night Vale Podcast Worlds. Yeah, it's both uh, w- Thrilling Adventure Hour for ten years now, and uh, the show is uh, sadly for us coming to an end. We we still want to be in the world of podcasting and still want to talk to each other, even though we live on opposite ends of the country now. And like, uh, so we're doing this. Yeah, like any two people who want to stay in touch, we've started a podcast. <laughs> well, any two actors who want to stay in touch. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the only the only way that I will stay in touch with anyone is if you tell me that I will have an audience when I do it. <laughs> exactly. So people, yeah. if if you want to get a hold of Mark, just tell him that you have a podcast. Yeah, and I will gladly come on, even if you're the only uh, the only person who listens to it. That's right. The it tr- might just be recorded right into, like, your voice memos on your phone. That's true. The truth is I'm going to take this recording and bury it deep under the Earth's crust. Perfect. Just wanted to talk to you. Um, but but we're talking hot dogs and ketchup. We are talking hot dogs today. And you're in New York. I am in New York, uh, a, a hub of hot dog culture in the United States. Yes, and uh, I'm in L.A., and when I think of hot dogs in L.A., I always think of the Tale of the Pup, which is one of those um, – I can't remember the name for it, but it's it's a building that is in the shape of a hot dog. I think it was built in the – somewhere between like maybe the 20s or 30s. Uh, L.A. is great for that, for buildings that look like foods. Yes, and hats, the Randy's Brown Derby. Donuts, foods and hats. They have Randy's Donuts, the Brown Derby, uh, this – whatever this pup place that's uh, in your neighborhood. Where is this place? <laughs> I don't mean to sound like I'm belittling it. <laughs> where's this uh, pup place you where's this, about? Uh, where's this BS you got over there? Uh, Tale of the Pup is is on, I think, San Vicente. It, it, mm. That's where it used to be. And then it was it was airlifted out and, and it's somewhere else in L.A. Um, I think it's maybe downtown it's, somewhere. Uh, like if it's designed to look like a, a – I don't know, a Monopoly piece, they'll airlift it and move it around. They did the same thing with the Brown Derby. Not that there's a hot dog Monopoly piece, but uh, <laughs> there should now be. the Brown Derby is sitting 
on the second floor of a strip mall in Koreatown, and it's a Korean bar, but it still looks like a hat. Yes, and the Brown Derby lives on. I think it's still uh, in in Los Feliz or, or wherever it was originally. Oh, the name Brown Derby. Yes, the restaurant. There is a Brown Derby in either in operation or coming back soon. Will it be a more modern hat? Like it'll be a like a baseball cap or a. What are people? I guess people are wearing. People aren't wearing derbies anymore. They're wearing pork pies and fedoras. I was gonna say they could they could throw back. And it's, it'll be sort of rakishly tilted on top of the building. Yeah, <laughs> the building will also have a beard and a baby Bjorn yeah. <laughs> and tat sleeves. Uh, so so we're talking so about hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. Um, I will say this: you are on the west coast. I'm on the east coast. But in my research for this, boy, are people really angry about this specifically in Chicago. Well, yeah, well, Chicago's like one of the, 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 maybe that's the hot dog capital of America or one, or at least one of them. Um, it's one of, when I think of hot dogs, I think of Chicago dogs as a very specific thing. That's the neon relish, the tomatoes, the full pickle spear, the celery salt, the poppy seed bun, all of those details that make a good Chicago dog. When I think of just like a hot dog, I always wind up thinking of the New York like photo on the side of the hot dog stand where it's just a line of relish and a little perfect uh, waveform of mustard. So let me ask you personally, do you Mm -hmm. – you've put ketchup on a hot dog before. I'm sure we all have. We've tried it. Sure, I have. And and what do you think about it? Well, uh, for me personally, I, uh, I did it when I was a kid. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. And I nowadays like to do just mustard and relish. That is it for me because I want my food to look specifically like the photograph. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, not at all. But it's interesting. Let's let's go down that path for a second. No, I want I want the ideal version of everything. <laughs> I, I want to talk for a second about you wanting your food to look exactly like pictures because <laughs> most pictures that you see of food, like food models, let's call them. Yeah, they're they're unrealistic and and you know they're fake, right? Well, well, my expectations of life are based entirely on advertising. So I want like I want my egg McMuffin to have that perfect height factor and everything to be lined up. It drives me nuts when I get my egg McMuffin and it's and the you know the little piece of Canadian bacon is slightly offset from the egg, which is offset from the cheese. No, I want the I want the version that is on the poster. I want to look at the poster and say, that's what I want. And when it comes, if it doesn't look like that, I want to return it. So if I have the opportunity to make the food look like I want it to look like it is in the picture, I will even go so far as to make sure that the hot dog is the correct way on the grill so that the little grill marks are perfectly lined up perpendicular to the length of the dog. Please tell me that you have told a street vendor how to grill their hot dogs. I have found that if you do that in New York, that's when you wind up with a hot dog starting at the wrong end of your digestive tract. (laughs) I feel like that's universal to this great land of ours. Yeah. If you tell anybody how to cook their food, they're gonna, they're gonna put it in backwards. I feel like a lot of the times there are some street carts and maybe it's not in New York, but growing up in Philadelphia, this was the case. The, the hot dogs, they may have a couple out on sort of the rotating grill for show, but mm-hmm. most of them are in like a drawer that has either boiling or hot water in it. Oh, yeah. I actually – I sold hot dogs at Wrigley Field once in college, and I carried around my neck uh, a – what looked like a 
a footlocker. Half of it had steaming buns in it, and the other half had boiling water. This is in a big thing hanging around my neck, and um, hot dogs. And I would pull a hot dog out of the boiling water, slap it into the bun, put whatever toppings the uh, the professional sports enthusiast would like on their hot dog, and then they would pay me. And um, not a lot of people ask for ketchup, though uh, we did have them. I had a pouch that had a bunch of mustard and a pouch that had a few ketchup packets. Now, I know in Chicago, and we, we touched on this a little bit earlier, that's one of those places where, like you said, the hot dog is very specific in, in how it's put together. Right. And if you order your food incorrectly and you ask for ketchup on your hot dog, you're you're going to get yelled at by, by everybody, right? I, I don't think by everybody. I know there are, uh, there are certain places. There's a place in Chicago called uh, – let me – I have it right here uh, – there's a place in Chicago called Gene and Jude's uh, where they banned ketchup completely. But then the convenience store next door uh, put a bunch of ketchup in their window, put it on sale and made a big display out of ketchup. that You could just buy it there and bring it next door. So it is there is a push and pull. There are multiple sides to this debate. And and you you said you aged out of it. So you reached a point where yeah. did you it was it just that like OCD kicked in for you and. You could no longer have ketchup because it wasn't in the picture, or did you realize that that for you it didn't taste as good as other toppings? You know, for me it was it really was like I want to make it look like that picture of what a hot dog looks like. So you don't really care what any food tastes like. No, as long as it looks correct. It must be terrible for you when uh, like there's nothing worse than going into a restaurant, especially like the fast casual restaurant where they just want you to leave immediately as soon as they give you the food, where uh-huh. the pictures they have on the wall are the actual pictures of the food that they cook because it oh, looks yeah. terrible. It looks terrible. It always it looks, looks – it's like plate after plate of Madam Trash Heap from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> yes. Just different colors. But on, but on a gingham tablecloth. Yeah, the the most appetizing of all tablecloths, gingham. Sure, because I look at gingham and I go, you know what that makes me? Hungry. (laughs) Something about plaid just activates the salivary glands. (laughs) Um, Um, What about you? Do you – will you put ketchup on a hot dog? I I don't. I have before and I thought it was okay. And it's kind of weird for me because I love ketchup and I'm I'm a little bit snobby about it. Wait a minute. You're saying that ketchups taste different to you? They do. It, listen, if you taste Heinz ketchup and you taste Hunt's ketchup and you don't think there's a difference between them, you are a broken person. And that's just a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. I, so I, I like, I, if you gave me, if you blind ketchup packet taste tested me right now, I could not tell you the difference between Heinz and Hunt's. And you can. That's what is the difference? Um, Heinz. It has uh, – it, it's a little bit saltier. Okay. And uh, Hunt's tends to be a lot sweeter. Del Monte also I think is the other one that, that makes ketchup. And I think they both – Del Monte, it. the pineapple company makes ketchup? That's dull. <laughs> oh, right. Del, Del Monte is the chemical company. No, that's DuPont. That's DuPont. <laughs> wait, wait. No, no, no. It's the uh, it's the stock exchange. No, right? it's it's that company that, that delivers computers to you. Gotcha. Dude, it's a Del Monte. That's right. Um, but you can tell, like, if the company spells it catsup, uh-huh. they're, they're, they're not standing by their product. That's not how you spell it. It's spelled K-E-T-C-H-U-P. Well, um, I, they're, 
or we're not doing an episode about the definitive spelling of ketchup right now, but no. there, which one came first? There's always that question is, did, you know, was it just a bastardization because nobody wanted to pronounce it catsup and everybody called it ketchup anyway. So then they changed it. I don't know how this came about. Do you think at some point, like the English gentry were like, get me some catsup and that's, <laughs> and then the common, the common person took it over. Like, we'll go call it catch yeah. up. That'll show them. Yeah. They took over and then they pushed it to the side when they turned 18 because only children use ketchup. <laughs> but no, 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 Hal. Enjoy your chicken McNuggets. <laughs> you know what? I will. And I will be I shameful about McNuggets. it. You so know what bad. I always put on chicken McNuggets growing up? Honey. Uh, you're, you're not alone. My wife, Jennifer, uh, does the same thing. I wonder if it's a southern thing. It probably is the sweet and savory mixed. Uh, now, and that's the thing that people say about ketchup on a hot dog. Uh, a lot of people, I've been, I've been doing a lot of research on this. Sure. I didn't realize that there even was research to do, but a lot of people do believe that it's that sweetness in ketchup, which is used to mask, uh, poor quality meats, which is why if you put ketchup on a hot dog, you're assuming that the hot dog that you are eating is an inferior food product, which is why the hot dog purist really does not want to put ketchup because it's an insult to the dog to use that sweetness to cover up the flavor. You know, I've never thought about that, but, but I feel the same way about steak. Like if I, if I make you a steak and you put ketchup on it, you're telling me I've done a terrible job making your steak. Look, I, I will, I will debate you about ketchup on a hot dog. There is no debate about ketchup on a steak. Right. Of course. Of course there isn't. We, with that we agree on, except for Salisbury steak, which is basically a hamburger. It's a hamburger. Yeah. yeah. Though I will say, uh, this, the, the whole idea of, I mean, that sounds like it should be a no brainer, but then there are food rules and, uh, there are purists who will say that any food rules are bad food rules. If you want to put maple syrup over your meal, like Scout Finch did in To Kill a Mockingbird, then you are welcome to do it. Uh, and these are, these are, you know, these are people in the culinary world saying this. Sure. But th those people are idiots. We're going to settle this. <laughs> uh, you, of course you can look, this is a free country. You can put whatever you want on whatever you want. Uh, but yeah. by the end of this, you will know whether or not you should put ketchup on a hot dog. I, I right. Mean, this is, this is really the definitive question of should you? We can't, you know, we should make this clear. We can't enforce these decisions, but we're letting you know how it is. Wait ends. a minute. Wait, I thought the whole plan was to enforce these decisions. That, that's season two. All right. So I should call off the, uh, the Blackwater guys that I hired. Uh, you know what? We need more people for our beach volleyball team. So you might as well keep them around. Those, those guys, every time they spike the ball, it deflates. They're so strong. <laughs> so they have that super soldier serum. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know how they do it. Um, <laughs> it's it's well, mostly it's steroids. It's is in the serum. Is what I'm saying. Um, but for me, <laughs> for me, I always put mustard on hot dogs. That was just sort of the way I was raised. Just mustard. Just mustard. My father probably would put more relish and and different toppings. My mother would do relish as well. That was a little too Sauerkraut? sweet for me. No, I'm such – here's the thing. I'm a super picky eater and that's not – that is not the fault of food. That is my fault as, okay. as a person. Totally get that. Um, but I'm very simple when it comes to a hot dog. Um, just like yellow mustard. I don't want the brown spicy mustard. 
just you know, like the horseradish or the Dijon or anything. I feel like I'm at crazy. a point, I'm at a point in my life now where I would try it. Um, okay, because I've started to to fall in love with spicier foods and adding more spice to things in general. Okay, so, well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that would because, be fun. You know, you're, I'm glad that you're enjoying this new thing because you were you were the kid that ordered. You would go to McDonald's and get a plain hamburger, wouldn't you, or a plain cheeseburger? Yeah, I still am. I'm that kid, but as are as you adult. really? You still as an adult? You so if you walked into let's say a uh, an Applebee's and sat down to order a burger, you would think at least once about ordering that burger sans toppings, and at least twice about what I've done with my life that I'm now at an Applebee's getting on. Hey man, I listen. I love me some Applebee's. I'm feeling good in the neighborhood. Well, I hope they come out as a sponsor now. You right? You're really plugging them. Look, if we're gonna get food places to sponsor us, then let's call Chili's because I'll tell you what I would put on a hot dog is some of that queso dip that they have. Oh my goodness, this is getting bad. Yeah, uh, we are terrible, <laughs> terrible people to our digestive systems. Look, I mean, you and I went and ate at Guy Fieri's restaurant and had donkey sauce. To be should fair. you put donkey sauce on a hot dog? Should you put donkey sauce on anything? Uh, no, no, okay, that's not. So that's one definitive answer. Yeah. Donkey sauce is terrible. Uh, but I will tell you, if I go to order a hamburger somewhere, I'll say, uh-huh. give me a, give me a cheeseburger and I just want cheese and the burger. I'll maybe get some tomato on there and some ketchup. Do you ask for it well done? No. No, I don't, okay. I don't like it well done. Uh, here's the other thing that was weird about me with hot dogs growing up. I preferred them boiled rather than grilled because I didn't like really? char on them. I did not like. Char. Oh, char was my favorite part. I would ju- if I could just eat charred hot dog skin all day. I would. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can technically. Yeah, you're an adult. This is the this is the time to eat charred hot dog skin and nothing. Yeah, else. yeah. I wonder what I'm going to put in it once I take the hot dog out and just have this loose skin. You sound like a serial killer. <laughs> I will wear the hot dog skin. <laughs> I will be born into new worlds with the hot dog skin as my key. <laughs> um, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> yes, but now I'm I'm fine with it. But I still I'm just I really just want to put yellow mustard on it. But but here's what I'm interested in. Okay. You've done research on this. I have. I'm sure there. If you were to to do a Google search for ketchup on a hot dog, I'm sure I'm confident that that the first page of results would have a lot of people going, "Don't you ever do this?" Or people yes, going, "Should I, you and do most this?" Of them- it is, uh, it is mostly the former, and I will say the vast majority of them, for some reason, are in Chicago, which is funny because that's where the hot dog purists are, but the pizza purists frown on Chicago and what they call pizza, which that's for another day. I think that there are, there are different sides, and for me, it's looking at, if we're going to definitively answer this, it's like looking in the newspaper to see who the endorsements are for uh, assorted ballot measures or candidates. If you look at one guy and his endorsement, you know, it's he's endorsed by his mother. And the next guy is, this guy's endorsed by the Tribune, the Sun-Times, the New York Times, all of the major unions and corporations. You know, there's a little bit more clout. So with that said, Jeff Ruby, dining critic at Chicago Magazine, is not so much pro-ketchup as pro-freedom. He says, my stance is that it's perverse for any person to tell another what he can and can't put on his food. That is foodie fascism. 
Doug Sohn, chef owner of Hot Dugs uh, in Chicago, says, I'm more morally opposed to food rules than I am opposed to ketchup on a hot dog. So nobody really seems to like ketchup on a hot dog. They just don't like the idea of rules. Now, the people who are in favor of the ban on ketchup on a hot dog are both the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which sounds like a definitive answer, Mm -hmm. and... On June 3rd, 2011, I will quote President Barack Obama, you shouldn't put ketchup on your hot dog. So if that isn't definitive, I don't know what is. (laughs) I wonder, I'm sure every president at a certain point in their term has had to weigh in publicly on ketchup on the hot dog. Yeah, I'm curious what George Bush said because – I assume George Bush put crushed up Doritos on his hot dog. Of course he did. He went to, you know, after a hard day of being president, he got on his BMX and rode over to 7-Eleven. Yeah. Big bite hot dog, crushed up Doritos and Funyuns. They got that nacho cheese and the, and the Uh, chili, which is like that chili. And I've had that chili before. It's, I've, I've had some dark times with my friends. Oh yeah. And it's like, uh, it's like, it's liquid. It's very, very wet. And it's, chili. It's like the machine is spitting it on your hot dog. Like, here's I, what I think of you. <laughs> uh, did you know that there are kids now that are taking – I've never done this – that are taking a uh, Doritos or Fritos bag, opening up the bag and just pumping that cheese and chili directly into the bag. No. And then eating, And then eating a bag of chips with a fork. This is – I don't know if this is a great idea or a terrible idea. I mean, it's it's a really creative idea. And yeah, I guess culinarily it is horrifying. And, and but what, it is what's great about it is it sums up everything that's wrong with our country. Yeah. In one horrifying image. Yep. But hey, you know what? At least they're using a fork. That's true. Manners. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to uh, work at a place that had a cafeteria, and if on Monday they had chili – on Tuesday, they had chili soup, but we all knew what they were doing. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. You guys aren't fooling anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then sloppy gels on, on Wednesday. Oh, geez. Which is really just chili with some ketchup in it, right? Yeah, exactly. See, ketchup finds its way into everything. Like, I had uh, when I had meatloaf as a kid, ketchup on top. Mm-hmm. Ketchup is one of the. Did those you know the ketchup is the crust on the meatloaf? Yeah, exactly. Totally. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. And, and look, ketchup has its place. I just don't think ketchup's place is on a hot dog. Look, I, I I agree with you, and I, it feels like <laughs> when the when the hot dog and sausage council is that is that right? Yes. The governing body of that food is mm-hmm. coming forward and saying you can't put ketchup on a hot dog. You know, that, that's pretty much your clear signal that you're doing something that, that maybe is wrong. But, but here's the question is, is, does that personal freedom to put whatever you want on your food, does that outweigh whether or not, whether or not the governing body of hot dogs and sausages, very big responsibility, does that, does that outweigh their direct edict? Well, I I guess that depends on how much weight you want to put on the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, if you want to view them as the standard bearer. And, you know, how willing are you to let a corporate run, I'm assuming it's the hot dog and sausage guys, 
you know, to let a corporate entity tell you how to live your life. Yeah, uh, you know, do I sound like a pinko right now? No, you know, I agree with you. Pinks now sounds delicious. It does. You know, I've never had pinks. That's that's the other really pinks, uh, a Los Angeles famous hot dog, uh, very famous hot dog joint. Yeah, and always, I think they're open twenty four seven, and there is always a line. And they oh, do yeah. chili dogs. They do. They do a chili dog that I love. Um, it's called the Three Dog Night, and it did not dawn on me that this had three hot dogs in it. Uh, it's three hot, three foot long hot dogs wrapped up in a tortilla, covered in chili cheese and bacon. And then you put that inside your bag of Doritos, and you eat it with a uh-huh. and you just pump that cheese right on top of it. I- I'm concerned about this council now. I'm beginning to worry that that uh, big hot dog and sausage is trying to tell us how to live our lives. Yeah, I, you know. The free spirit in me wants to say, you know, put ketchup on your dog, man. Live your life. I've put curry ketchup on a hot dog before. That's delicious. But that's Fenway Park. Here's here's another one. Did you know Fenway Park? Their signature hot dog is ketchup and relish. No. Yeah. So that is in Boston. There's a very different view than Chicago. We we had Philly's Franks in Philadelphia, <laughs> and I always just put. You just put mustard on them. And that's the, like the mustard that's available usually is that neon yellow, like French's type mustard. It's not the Grey Poupon or the, 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 was it Golden's Brown? Golden's, yeah. yeah Golden's like. Golden's spicy brown. Exactly. The spicy brown. Like those yeah. are the two chief mustards of the United States, really. <laughs> There's the neon oh. yellow and then the spicy brown. I want to know what the great seal of the office of the chief mustard of the United States looks like. It just looks like a stain. <laughs> a stain on a wife beater. That's right. <laughs> well, have we definitively answered this question then? I, I think it's time for us to come to a definitive answer. We, we, we're, so we, we've talked a little bit about the individual's right to decide what, what they want to put on a hot dog and should they be able to put whatever they want. If, if they can put ketchup on, why not syrup? Why not mashed up Doritos? Uh, why not anything? Or, or do right. we say, like any kind of c- civilization, there are certain rules of decorum, at least that we have to have to obey. And putting ketchup on a hot dog is in violation of that of that decorum, and it's a very basic sort of set. There, there is like a a, a moral compass to this. So like, is it right or is it wrong to put ketchup on a hot dog? And most people fall on it being wrong. So, so, uh, what say you, Mark Gagliardi? I am ready to weigh in on this and I am ready to say as much of a fan of personal freedom as I am, if you are older than a teenager, do not put ketchup on a hot dog. I agree 100%. Do not put ketchup on a hot dog. Like Mark says, even though it's a weird system of eating, look at the picture. You will not see any advertisement of a hot dog where they put ketchup on it. And, and I'm sure. Yes. You know, people who listen to this, all three of you will go find mm-hmm. images uh, of of uh, hot dogs with ketchup on on it, but they won't be advertisements. That's not what hot dogs want you to put on them. What what about no? The hot and dogs if rights? you look at, it, it, <laughs> sorry, did you just say what about the hot dogs rights? I did say what about the hot dogs. Do rights? you think the hot dog does not want to be covered in ketchup? I don't think the hot dog wants ketchup on it. Well, it's insulting. It's designed to mask. The it's designed to mask a subpar product. It's the pleated pants of condiments. <laughs> exactly. Don't put the pleated pants of ketchup on your hot dog, people. 
Well, there you have it, folks. A definitive answer to something that you feel very passionate about. And like it or not, that's just the way it is now. That's right. This debate is officially closed. But many debates have yet to begin. We need more topics for our podcast, and we want them to come from you, our listeners. So if you have a topic for us, please let us know. You can reach us on Twitter at we got this tweets, or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you, but until then, I'm Mark Gagliardi and I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone, we got this. <laughs>